Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2041. The Four Crucial Components of a Massively Effective Strength Training Program, part two, by Harold Gibbons with markfisherfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, happy Tuesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. Kind of like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors and always with permission from the sites, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, today's post is part two from yesterday. So, if you're new here or are skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 2040. But if you're all caught up, let's jump right in and hear part two and continue optimizing your life. The Four Crucial Components of a Massively Effective Strength Training Program, part two by Harold Gibbons with markfisherfitness.com. B, lowest system load. The concept of lowest system load comes from our friend Charlie Weingroff, a world-class physical therapist and strength coach. In short, the idea is to appropriately load the exercise with the heaviest implement necessary, not the highest implement possible. If you want to crush heavy weights for the sake of heavy weights, this may not be the technique for you. If you want to safely challenge your technique while lifting something appreciably heavy, we're going to use the concept of lowest system load to get better without getting hurt. We'll be safer and stronger in the long term. Action steps. Next time you train on your own, think about the why behind what weight you're lifting. Are you using a specific piece of equipment simply because it lets you use more weight? Cut that out. Try to find a similar level of challenge with a weight that's a little bit lighter. It'll offer up a spicy new challenge and will keep your training safer and more sustainable. And C, the bilateral deficit. We use a similar approach to some of our exercise selections. In her article, The Bad Three of Single Leg Workouts, the Kettle Bell herself, Laura Martinson, wrote, quote, If I take the amount of weight I can lift on one side 
unilateral and add it to the amount I can lift on the other side, that number will be greater than what I can lift with both sides at the same time, bilateral, end quote. We apply this idea of the bilateral deficit to exercises like a squat. Rather than aggressively loading our bilateral squat pattern, we'll focus on our split squat or reverse lunge. If we layer in the idea of lowest system load, we might start loading our split squat with a kettlebell in the goblet position instead of a barbell on the back. When you move well before you move often, you set technique as the first priority and load appropriately. Action steps. Squats and deadlifts can be great, but if you've grown used to them, there's an even greater challenge to be had by getting onto one foot. Consider what you'd lift for an exercise where your legs are working symmetrically. Cut that weight in half and try out a similar unilateral exercise. If you're goblet squatting 32 kilograms, for example, start out with 16 kilograms. Once that feels okay, push it appropriately you'll be surprised at the secret strength you've just unlocked. And four, finisher. This final section is where you'll see the most variety in our training. For the last about 10 minutes of each session, ninjas are focused on the accessory work for their goals. If you're interested in stoking the fat-burning furnace even more, that work will look different than ninjas who want to pack on slabs of sexy muscle. One of my favorite finishers to help with fat loss includes kettlebell swings, battling ropes, and jam ball slams. Run through three rounds of 30 seconds each, resting minimally in between each round. You'll pack a ton of great work into a relatively short period of time. If you're interested in building muscle, we spend this finisher time focusing on really isolating the muscles you're interested in working. The basic premise, a whole lot of reps, very little rest, and a whole lot of burning. This can be glute bridges and lunges for your butt or bicep curls and lateral raises for sexy shoulders. Some ninjas have pre-planned finishers that they practice over the course of an eight-workout program, while others complete a trainer's choice exercise, giving them a chance to try something new when they're interested in it. Putting it together. As the potions master of programming at Mark Fisher Fitness, I'm obsessed with tinkering the ingredients we use. We're often pulling out recipes and experimenting with ways to improve our fitness results and have the most fun possible. We'll always consider a ninja's preferences as a program design timebreaker. Want to work on a specific exercise? Let's go for it. Working on new exercises is often the most appropriate at the beginning of the session when our brains and the body are the most prepared. That being said, we follow the structure that Amanda Wheeler laid out in her article, Easy Bake Strength. In our semi-private training app, we have several exercise categories. There are warm-ups that prepare us to lift. There are core and power exercises that help us resist or create forces. And we have a number of movement patterns we'll use while lifting, including squat, hinge, push, pull, and core or stabilize. Each of these categories include bilateral exercises where two limbs work symmetrically or unilateral exercises where they work independently. When it comes to pushing and pulling, we have horizontal movements like a row or barbell bench press and vertical movements such as a pull-up or kettlebell press. Most of the time, we'll pair exercises together that have minimal interference. If exercises look like different movement patterns, they often use different muscles. And while one set works, the other set recovers. When strength is the priority, 
will often do straight sets of the primary exercise without pairing anything together. This is slower, but ideal for truly getting stronger. During the finishers, it's often useful to pair exercises together that create loads of localized fatigue. This might be glute bridges into kettlebell swings to blow up your butt or bicep curls into TRX rows so that your arms are on fire. Wrapping it up, we're all about safety and that has had a massive impact on how our program design team writes programs and how our entire training team teaches them. The goals are always the same. Keep you safe, have a ton of fun, and teach skills that can be used anywhere in the world. Weight equipment is pretty common, but using it well is far less so. Let's face it, it can be scary to be the new person in the gym, kind of like what it was like when you were a freshman in high school or college. But finding the balance between training around ridiculous humans and serious fitness makes training so fun. You just listened to part two of the post titled The Four Crucial Components of a Massively Effective Strength Training Program by Harold Gibbons with markfisherfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Today's author, Harold, mentioned something that really jumped out at me. Harold said that it can be scary to be the new person in the gym, kind of like how you felt as a freshman in school. I remember feeling very intimidated in the gym the first couple of years, if not longer, that I used to go to the gym. I was afraid of looking stupid. I felt like everyone was watching me. Now, I'll be honest, I won't say that nobody's watching because that's simply not true. Yes, the other people that are working out are probably watching you, just like you're watching them. It's okay though. If we can just accept that fact and move on, it will make things a lot easier. And this goes back to what I was mentioning in yesterday's commentary. On yesterday's episode, I was talking about how there are fundamental exercises that are basically non-negotiables. These are deadlifts, pull-ups, and bench presses. But if we've never performed these moves before, we might feel intimidated. We don't want to look stupid. So what we might end up doing is deciding that it's not worth even trying to learn those moves. If you share these feelings, it means you might be ready to find a qualified trainer to help you. Plus, the added benefit is, when you're at the gym with a trainer, a lot of that intimidation goes away too. All right, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.